everyone, and welcome to Empowering Homeschool Conversations. My name is Peggy Ployer, and I am the founder and CEO, as well as the host of this weekly broadcast. We at SPED Homeschool, uh, we empower families to home educate children with learning challenges, and I encourage you to check out our website at spedhomeschool.com to learn more about the resources that we have and the support that we offer families. Some of the best resources that we have on our website actually are our partners. And again, today, I have another one of our partners um, with us to talk about learning apps. And um, I'm going to pull up my uh, pronunciation of your name because I don't want to say it wrong, but Sechen um, Kardaka. Is that close enough? Close enough. Okay. <laughs> um, she works for the company Atmo, and they um, became one of our partners in this last year. And they are a learning app. And I was excited to um, to have them come on because our focus this month for our broadcasts and our blogs is to talk about different things we can do while on the go homeschooling. Because I know this time of year, as you're kind of nearing the end of the year, you're kind of tired of the books and tired of all these things. And sometimes field trips come up or let's just learn outside and what can we do? And so that's what we're focusing on this month is just how to get that learning out and about. So today we're talking about using apps to homeschool special ed on the move. And I'm excited to have you with us. And, um, and so Sachin, I maybe a good way to, to start in inter- the introduction is just how Atmo got started and why are you and this company so passionate about educational apps? Well, um, Peggy, first of all, thank you for having me here. It's yeah. Really um, well, Otsimo began with our um, co-founders, Safash. Uh, little brother. He was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Mm-hmm. Back then he was in college. Um, he was looking for additional educational support to mm. you know, provide his brother with the best possible chance because from the research he's done, yeah. um, the best approach is to give his brother um early and intensive education. Mm. So he started to research, but could not find suitable solutions. There, there were many reasons. One of Mm. them was uh, special education is expensive. Mm. Not all families have access to um, speech therapy or special education sections. Um, And schools, most of them aren't equipped with um, providing special education solutions. So he started to research, but he couldn't find any that would uh, fit the needs of his brother. Because uh, as your listeners might know, um, special needs require special solutions because not mm-hmm. all children learn the same way or way not all it. children uh-huh. need the same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, while he was doing this research, one day he realized his brother had... Uh, had been able to focus on his mobile phone like more than mm. five minutes, ten minutes, and <laughs> which is unique for <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, for an autistic child, that's mm-hmm. unique because he couldn't focus on his um, learnings or studies. Mm-hmm. So he started to look for mobile solutions, mm. but again, he couldn't find any that would suit his brother's need. 
So since he was uh, studying computer science with a friend, uh, he decided to do a build a simple game, a color matching game Hmm. for his brother. And it worked. His Hmm. brother managed to enjoy the game because the game was built uh, with minimal stimulus because Mm -hmm. he had uh, overstimulation problems as well. Okay. And he, he learned the colors. He learned as easy as Uh that. So this gave him hope. Mm. So fast forward a couple of years, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he and his uh, friend from college uh, are an other co-founder, Sarjan built Otsuma, a just simple special education game Mm-hmm. on mobile devices and that's how Otsima came to be and now we're today we're used by over 400,000 kids across the globe with special needs so that's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's an amazing um, product we actually have a um, a review on our YouTube channel by one of our our team members and um, she kind of walks you through all of the functionality of your program and um, and it's in so many languages too which is yeah. amazing and you know you're talking about um, you know in the US we forget just how much access we have to special education services and other things and when you go to other countries it's either expensive or not accessible at all and so you're doing an incredible service um, to families that that really this this is um it it's easy it's everybody has a phone so yep. it makes it accessible so well the, uh, one of our aim I mean one of our um, motto is that we're not reinventing the wheel here we're just making things that work into right. building them into something that anyone or most of the people can have access to so mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. quality education, quality special education, right, especially is accessible to all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, well, thank you for, for introducing us to, um, You're welcome. yeah, to your company and just the, the passion behind what you do and the story. It, it's always nice to know the story because, um, everything with passion has a story behind it. So, um, so I just want to thank the viewers that are on with us already. If you are watching on our Facebook page or on YouTube, you can just comment in the comments right where you're watching from. We'll be able to see those comments and include them right in our broadcast. We'd love to do that. If you are watching on our Facebook group, you do have to give permission to that group um, to be able to post on to the broadcast. Um, And if you're watching from our Empowered Homeschool Network site, just know that you have to click into YouTube in order to make comments on there. If you click or, or if you make comments on that platform, I'll only see them after the show's over. So you can still answer them, but it's not the same as getting answers while we're live. So, um, so anyways, um, but thank you for joining us. Make sure you share this with other people too, as, as we're going along and um, we appreciate you being with us. And also for those who are listening later on the recorded sessions or watching uh, the recorded session. So um, it's always fun to, to include you in. That's why we do this live. So um, 
So Sanchin, as we get started, I would love for you to, to maybe just approach why are apps a good choice for families to use for educational purposes? And then to add on to that, what about for families who are often out and about? Um, well, there, there may be a couple of answers to that question. So mm, why are yeah. apps a good choice for educational purposes? One is that, as we've discussed, in this day and age, almost everyone has a smart device that mm. they can take wherever they want or right. whenever they want. Mm. So um, even if it's just for supporting purposes, like making additions to your child's studies mm. or just to have something specific like a speech therapy, right. um, apps are good choices for families to have around always. Mm. Uh, another one is that parents have control, <laughs> not in, in a bad way, but they have, um, they can control what their kids see, what they do, what they learn. They right. can curate their mm. kids' um, mm -hmm. Curriculum based on uh -huh. their needs, especially mm -hmm. in the special education spheres, as we've discussed, mm -hmm. it is important to build a solution that will fit the needs of your child. So apps, right. there are an abundance of apps mm -hmm. on various app stores or you know Google Play Store app store. Mm -hmm. You can find specific solution or specific apps that you can customize to your child's needs. So mm -hmm. that is, that is why, you know, mm -hmm. especially we've, we've come to find this in the pandemic, like the importance yeah. of mm -hmm. having access to, you know, quality education, wherever mm -hmm. you are. Right. And this also makes it easier for parents on the go. Like mm -hmm. as you've discussed before, if you'd like to take a vacation or visit your family in another right. city, you can take your education with you. Your mm. child doesn't have to stop or the education isn't confined within the four walls of school. Right. And it also um you know it's it's an ease of mind mm. knowing that your kid won't be you know, left alone mm. without their studies, without their teachers. Or mm -hmm. um, we've had this problem, you know, there's all there's already a gap in special education mm -hmm. compared to education of neurotypical children. Mm -hmm. Special children cannot access to um, quality education as they should. Mm. But with mobile solutions, this gap has closed down a bit. Mm -hmm. And with the pandemic, you know, we've all been in our houses without access to our friends or teachers, or maybe some people didn't have, didn't even have um, internet connections. Mm. This proved that mobile solutions could be a solution to a mm. problem that has been around for many, many years, but right. now we're just seeing the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially for the few years that is there's there's so much in that and, and <laughs> yes there you when you were talking you made me think of something I'd never thought about before when my kids were younger all my kids are on the spectrum they they needed something that was you know their regular routine 
because if we we missed out on that regular routine, like we went out and we were or we were on vacation, it it upset the apple cart, <laughs> the same yeah. least. Um, but I think if they would have had that that learning app as kind of like this this thing that created this the filler foundation, the filler. yes, but but also was like more recognizable as to what they were used to versus all this new stuff. It was something that was familiar and you could fill that in and it probably would have made it easier for them. I think sometimes we we would do like audiobooks in the car and that would, would bring them back down. But um, I could see how a learning app could do the same thing. Cool. It never even crossed my mind till you mentioned that. And <laughs> I got to say something. <laughs> so, but those are all really good points about... Yeah why why those apps and especially now as we find that more people are using their phones versus even computers for yep. just basically everything and That's so why true. not get your why kids not use it for education <laughs> exactly make it learning opportunity instead of just play yep. so yeah that's great <laughs> awesome so what are some things parents should look for in an educational app to ensure quality learning? Because I know there's a lot out there and they're probably going, well, which one do I pick? <laughs> yeah. And and that's that's a valid question because, as you said, there the resources are endless. Mm-hmm. But uh, while searching for an app or a mobile solution, a parent or caregiver should look for should first assess what their kid needs. Yeah. Is it, so yeah. True. do mm. they need support in math or do they need um, communication? Do they need to build on their communication skills? Mm-hmm. So they should be, they should be looking for solutions that would fit the needs of their kids. Mm-hmm. That should be the first point, I think. Uh, the second one is that um, quality Education doesn't always mean uh, the most comprehensive solution ever. Mm. Yeah, would you expand sometimes, on that? Yeah. Sometimes more specified um, solutions like speech therapy. Mm-hmm. That would help. That would support the kids' uh, regular education. Maybe right. that's the support they need. Mm. Uh, this also you know, comes down to figuring out what your kid right. needs. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also science is our North star. So, you know, for, for example, autistic kids, it is important that, um, their, the stimulus inside the app, like ads or, you know, flashing images oh, yes. or yep. mm-hmm. loud sounds, those would be disruptive to yes. the education, yep. to the attention of the kid. So mm-hmm. the inner mechanics of the app also Mm -hmm. should also be suitable to the child's needs and sensitivities. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah, these are it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's probably, you know, some of the, the more free or cheap options are going to have some of those things until to really understand what ads will be coming up and other things so that will disrupt the learning process. And, yeah. um, and I, I love your point. I never even thought about this is that when you focus on like an app that does everything, 
They usually mm-hmm. don't do everything well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so to find one that is so focused on exactly what your student needs to work on would be more important. And yeah. sometimes um, yeah. some solutions have a couple of things together. Right. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, the important thing here is to assess the con- content mm-hmm. and then decide. And it, it's it's okay mm-hmm. if, you know, if you try an app and it doesn't work out for you, mm-hmm. not everything works out for everyone. Yes, so that's very you should point. also mm-hmm. try to try it out. Mm-hmm. And even if it's the best educational app in the world, maybe your kid won't like it. So their preference also exactly. matters. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All those other things that are yeah. <laughs> thrown into the mix. <laughs> and so that's why your child might like an app that your neighbor's kid does not like. They may have, yep. you know, even if they had identical issues. And that comes down to a lot of things. Yeah. And finding what works, I, yep. I think, is worth the hunt. Um I think so too. Yeah, because you're you're going to find is, a lot this, more success. This is a journey, and mm-hmm. um, in this journey, there will be ups and downs, and there will be good solutions, bad solutions, solutions that will you know make your life easier, make <laughs> your kids' life easier. Right. Sometimes other solutions won't work, so it's <laughs> just to. It is also stressful to mm-hmm. you know get into this hunt, but it yeah. will. If you are able to pursue it till the end, then your mm-hmm. kid will benefit from it, mm-hmm. highly, highly benefit from it. So yeah. it is a hunt worth going for, I think. Yep. Yep. And and just oh, that that's great advice for looking for apps, looking for homeschool curriculum across the board, yeah. helping your child that's true. <laughs> is um, just keep it is a journey. And it's it's not something that, you know, oh, this one looks good. It looks like it works for other people. So let's just use this and it's going to be successful for us. Not always, but not always. Um, yep, just keep trying and and um, and working things out. And eventually you find your groove. And, and what works. That's and that's, that's what's most important is yep. finding what works. Um, so how can a parent prepare their child to use an app effectively on their own? Or because I know some kids probably will never reach that. They can do it all by themselves, but at least with, you know, the least amount of assistance mm-hmm. possible. Um, this really depends on the app or the solution, mm-hmm. I think. Um, some apps are built to have the parent included or mm-hmm. the caregiver included. Some apps are built in a way that allows the child to move freely. So it really depends, I think. Yeah. For instance, some um, apps are interactive. Um, you know, kid has to do something mm-hmm. or not. So there will be a pe- period a learning curve for the child to get used to it. Right. But of course, this also depends on the uh, developmental level of the child as well. Mm-hmm. So there's n- not a really fixed answer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, um, we've built our apps with the with a few prompts as possible for the child to be on the lead. The child is the driver because mm. they will be um, they will be the learners. The content right. is curated to them, mm. so they can take the wheel. But this isn't true for all children, and that's okay right. too. Mm-hmm. 
um, maybe some kids are, you know, great at math, but they're not mm -hmm. good at, you know, communication skills. They don't right. know how to take turns. Um, it, it really depends on the app and the child, but mm -hmm. practice makes perfect. So the more they do it, the right. more they will get used to it. The more things are in a routine. Mm -hmm. Kids love routines. Yes. They learn mm -hmm. by practicing, by, you know, doing that uh, every day or every right. other day. So they will yeah. learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's um, one additional question to go with that is, you know, we they do have to kind of develop that routine and an app when it's new is really sometimes confusing or yep. um so when you first start using an app i'm assuming not right away do you want to be out and about and just hand it to your child um mm -hmm. so what what should a parent do to make sure that their child is is okay that they they know how to use the program in the right way before they just kind of hand it off <laughs> yeah. um if it's an app that is, you know, carefully built. Mm -hmm. uh, the design of the app will guide the parents along the way. Okay. For instance, for special education, Ultima Special Education, mm -hmm. we have an onboarding session um, section where the parent is asked questions about their kids so that they kids their kids will get um, a curriculum that will suit their developmental level and needs. Mm -hmm. um, after that onboarding session, the parent can, you know, sit with their child, mm -hmm. play a couple of games or do a couple of practices and then leave it at that. And then okay. come back next day, mm -hmm. do that again. Right. After a while, usually this is how it happens. Mm -hmm. Kids love playing games, you know, yeah. learning by learning by playing games. Mm -hmm. So they probably ask to play with the app. Mm -hmm. So then you will give the app to them. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure if you are aware of this, but for the past year, we've been um, collaborating with one of the world's biggest uh, play, child's play um, companies in the world, mm. Sego Mini. And oh. we've developed, yeah, we de we've developed a speech app with them. Uh -huh. Okay. And it's called Sego Mini First Words. Mm. Um, in Sego Mini First Words, which is which can be used by both um, neurotypical and neurodiverse children, mm. the child is in the lead because it's uh -huh. um, it it starts out like the our special education app. The parents mm -hmm. are asked questions, and then they can. Uh, give the app to the child because the app is specifically designed for the use of the child. Mm. Um, there are parental gates to okay. protect the child. The, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have to ask permission for microphones and cameras for mm -hmm. the app to work, but those are all given by the parent. The child is not interested in them and mm -hmm. they cannot access them. Yeah. So, by taking measures, we've managed to make our apps into something that is that can be used mm -hmm. by the child on its own, on their own. Mm -hmm. But this again comes back to the kids' uh, developmental level. 
right. also yep. their age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's always best to, you know, be with your kid while mm -hmm. you're, especially if you're, if it's your first use mm -hmm. to guide them, but they'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. Kids are yeah. great. <laughs> they Kids figure are it out faster than we do. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to sit and watch and make sure that no wrong button is getting pushed and we turned yep. all the right parental guides on. And yeah. um, and so, yeah, but I think it's pretty typical. And I've, I've never used apps with my kids. I mean, apps weren't even around. <laughs> That's old. <laughs> um, until my kids could run them on their own anyways. Um, but... But the majority of them do have some sort of parental control or parental settings mm -hmm. like you were talking about. And so making sure that that's set up properly and you may not get it the first time around. Um, mm -hmm. But <laughs> but your child is like, why can't I get access to this? This is this is where I need to go. So um, then, you know, it's it's time to, yeah. to check that. But but those are all really good points about um, about getting them set up for success, because when you do have that then when you're out and about, you don't even have to think about it. You could just hand them the, the mobile device and say, okay, while we're waiting in line, because it looks like there's about 50 people in front of us, here you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and they can be learning while you're standing in line or, you know, waiting for performance to start. And if they yeah. have earbuds or, or headphones, yeah. then you, they so don't if, bother anybody if, around them. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you have been able to, you know, find a suitable app that you think is okay to show to your kid or okay to give to your kid, mm -hmm. uh, that, that, you know, proves the quality of the app because ah, if it's mm -hmm. something full of ads or if it's something, you know, if there's something, a content that is harmful to your child mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. you think that will be harmful to your child, then it wouldn't be you know, smart to give your child the device and then leave. But if you right. have done the research first, so mm -hmm. that is why we always um, tell to parents and caregivers that try out it, try it out mm -hmm. because it might work. It might not work. You yeah. might li like it, mm -hmm. but we, we trust in our <laughs> products product, because we've yeah. worked with experts, child psychologists and education experts mm -hmm. to make sure that uh, the content and the experience of the app mm -hmm. is suitable for the use of kids. Yes. And kids, yeah. uh, kids are smart. Kids will mm -hmm. figure it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but that good, is good, a good point because sometimes apps are created with maybe an adult user in mind and yeah. they aren't made for a child. You may think, oh, well, this teaches this concept, but it may not be the most appropriate. Um, yeah. And, and so that, that's something yeah, else we, that's we, good to remember. <laughs> kids are bosses. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't, um, we don't talk down to kids. Kids, mm. Developing something for kids is quite difficult because, as you said, we have to keep them in mind always, all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's especially difficult when it comes to special needs children mm -hmm. because uh, there are, you know, we are living in a world that is practically designed for neurotypical children or mm -hmm. neurotypical people. Mm -hmm. So it's an additional challenge. But yeah. if, you know, 
science is on our side. We have mm-hmm. methods that work. We have right. solutions that work. We're just making mm-hmm. it possible for everyone to access it on their mobile devices, on the go, wherever they are. Yeah, yeah. That's that's important to remember that, yeah. you know, we, um, we want the kids to feel like they... Like you said, they're they're in control a little bit, and um, they're driving their learning um, because that encourages them to keep learning. Versus, yeah. you know, if they get stuck or something's too hard or it's difficult to understand, then they're going to shut down eventually, yeah. and they're not going to want to keep using that app and keep learning. But um, if they're having fun. They don't even know they're learning. And yeah. <laughs> that's the wonderful thing. <laughs> we can trick them into it. Um, <laughs> so what types of learning can be done using an app? Therapy? Is there anything else? Um, well, practically everything <laughs> you can teach <laughs> through an app. Um, maybe we weren't aware of this fact. Hmm. Like three years ago, but right. with the pandemic, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, we started to explore our options. Mm-hmm. Options that have that had already been there now became viable and like right. top solutions. Mm-hmm. So through through an app, if it's designed properly, if it's developed uh, for a specific purpose, it is possible mm-hmm. to teach anything. I believe. But um, not all children are built the same. So Mm. if, for instance, I can learn math through an app or I can learn language through an app, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean uh, my friend can do the same. Some Mm -hmm. children need Mm -hmm. face-to-face interventions. That's that's the case. And that will never change because... Mm -hmm. Everyone has a different um, learning experience or journey. Mm-hmm. They learn differently. So right. I think um, abstract concepts could be difficult to mm. uh, explain to children. For instance, we have uh, in our Otsmo Special Education app, social stories, which are mm. used to teach social concepts to abstract concepts to Mm -hmm. children, like Mm -hmm. taking turns. Right. To a degree, they can learn Mm -hmm. about it, but they have to experience it in order to, you know, Mm -hmm. really learn, um, absorb the information and apply it into their own Mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. So to a certain degree, we can learn a lot. Right. We can learn almost everything through an app, mm-hmm. but this doesn't eliminate the need for other interventions, uh, right. the face-to-face interventions mm-hmm. or, you know, traditional school environment also serve a purpose. Kids mm-hmm. get together, they socialize, they learn from their peers. That's, that's also an amazing asset. And that's also um, important for their development. So apps are great. Apps are amazing. Apps can teach a lot, mm-hmm. but there, you know, other methods can also be uh, necessary for 
that right. specific individual's education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point you bring up about, you know, needing to to actually realize it in the environment it needs to be used in, it's like the social stories. Um, yeah. we, we can study about a lot of different things, but if we don't see it happen and we don't interact with it, it is still an abstract concept until yeah. we actually live within it. I know I'm taking some... Uh, self-defense classes and I can watch my instructor do it. And then it's like, okay, it's your turn to spar it out. And it's like, uh, how exactly did that go? Um, and so, so yeah, there's, it's, it's completely different when your body and your thinking is all incorporated in the motion and all of that. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's an extent. And I think, you know, when we take apps and we were on the move and we're using them maybe for supplemental reasons um, to to be able to um, work on concepts that we've already taught in a more traditional method. Um, but it's all, all it's just like coming at a subject from all these different angles and you just never know which one is going to hit the most with your child. Yeah. And so, so the more the better. <laughs> yeah. And like- so... Yeah, like Zafar's brother, like little mm, brother. Mm-hmm. His name is Zafar. He, uh, I, I know. I remember Zafar talking about it. Um, he couldn't just figure out how colors work. He couldn't learn with mm. his um, special education teacher. Yeah, and this this doesn't mean that his special education teacher didn't do anything. Right. Yeah, they did. They provided the standard. Um, educational methods, but it didn't work. Right. But with, with an app, with a pl- playful, gamified education model, mm-hmm. he could learn. So yeah. this meant that Alper was more comfortable or, mm-hmm. you know, he, mm-hmm. he was able to learn through an app, the concept mm-hmm. that he couldn't learn in traditional methods, and, but right. his friends could learn from that uh, right. special education. Yeah. So it is, as you said, important to mm-hmm. try it out. You know, you, you, you don't quite know what mm-hmm. will work, but there are solutions, mm-hmm. there are great options, and it doesn't even have to be one option. You will probably have to combine a couple of methods <laughs> right. to... I, I get a good mix to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, nail down what right. you want to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And, and I think as parents who homeschool our kids, we're, we're always thinking, well, okay, we'll try this. Then what's next? And yeah. <laughs> so I always have that continual thought of what's the next backup plan, because we just don't know what's going to stick. And it's, it's trial and error. And yeah. same thing with a lot of special ed teachers too. It's, it's a lot of trial and error. Um, I had a question for you and I totally forgot it. I'll probably come back to it. (laughs) But that makes me think if you're watching and you have a a question or comment for us, we would love for you to share that with us as well. Um, Hmm. Now my brain is going, where was that question? (laughs) Okay. Um, So... I guess that really jumps into our the next question that I had for you. Do you have any suggestions for combining app learning with real experiences? Um, well, it is always um, good to implement what you've learned into mm, your life. Mm-hmm. Um, repetition is yes. a good portion yeah. of our learning. Kids learn by mimicking and repeating what they've learned. 
This mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. this is how we learn as right. human Yeah. Mm-hmm. So education. This is also true for traditional education as well. If you learn something at school, and if you don't bring it at home, mm-hmm. then it mm-hmm. stays at school. Right. So um, whenever possible, it is important to apply what you've learned. Mm. For instance, you've learned um, brushing teeth, mm-hmm. let's say. Uh, you can help your kid or you can prompt your kid to, yeah. yesterday we've learned we should brush our teeth in, teeth in the morning. So mm-hmm. repeat, repeat, repeat. And then a week later, it turns into a habit. It mm-hmm. turns into a healthy mm-hmm. habit. A behavior is learned. Or mm-hmm. it's the same as colors, like... Let's say your child learned the color red. You can, mm. you know, while preparing breakfast or making a salad, this tomato is red. You can incorporate what they've learned into your daily life. And in no time, they will do the same because mm. kids mm-hmm. are like sponges. Right. They, yep. Uh-huh. They, they will inform- copy and mimic you whether you want them to or not. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That is why, that is also why it is so important to you know be a good role model mm-hmm. <laughs> if you if you want your kid to learn a behavior or anything mm-hmm. model it <laughs> if right. you want them to read read with them read in front of them mm-hmm. you know talk mm-hmm. about reading talk about yeah. what you've read it's amazing how kids are so curious and so mm-hmm. eager to understand the yeah. world around them. Mm-hmm. So that is why it's um, it's not that difficult to, you know, give them something. It's just, right. yeah. it takes practice to make it stick. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I also had another point. I forgot. Okay. Well, the, <laughs> the one the thing that, you know, you talk about them needing to practice. Yeah. Long ago when games were first getting introduced into education, um, I know I picked a typing game that really was not designed well and um, and it really backfired on me because what happened was my kids were gamers and they wanted to win. You don't win at <laughs> typing. Typing takes practice, you know, and so so you had it, it just I realized, OK, this is not working. Now they have typing programs out there that actually just you know, cause the, the child to repeat and instead of winning the game, because, you know, in, in three weeks, I'm sorry, a fifth grader is not going to learn how to proficiently type <laughs> no matter how well they won that game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but the petition um, is key, but you know, sometimes we, we may overdo it. <laughs> yeah. See, there, there are, there's pluses and minuses to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so the question that I was thinking of that now came back to my brain, because you were talking about um, Zafir's brother and being on the spectrum and what we have learned a lot through the pandemic and working with kids on the spectrum with more video related, app related things is their anxiety goes down. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you're opening up possibilities for learning because of the reduction of anxiety. Have you seen the same thing with um, just the use of your app and it being more successful because of that? Yeah, um, that's a really good point. Uh, 
you know, we've mentioned the overstimulation and the, you know, the world around us Mm -hmm. being built in a way to serve mostly neurotypical children and people. Mm. So this is a stress factor for anyone on the spectrum, because even if, uh, even if they have a diagnosis or not, they don't know, they don't relate to the world around them as neurotypical people do. So every day is a challenge for them. Mm. Once you remove those challenges, you remove the stress factors. Maybe some kids on the spectrum don't like the uh, classroom they're in, don't Mm. like the light the classroom has in. Yes, that makes a difference. Yeah, if you are in an environment that you can control Mm -hmm. for the, uh, in terms of the uh, stimulus, Mm -hmm. stimuli, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you can control that, then their stress is relieved. Once they're not stressed, they can focus more or -hmm. they can focus on things they enjoy more. Once they're at relief, they they achieve that relief. They can... um, you know, relate to the world around them differently. Mm, They can mm -hmm. be more open or they can be more open to learn Mm -hmm. because if you are in, if you are anxious or if you are feeling bad, you don't want to focus on something else. You you need to feel, you know, at a certain level to Mm -hmm. do something. This is true for everyone. Mm-hmm. So the pandemic has been bad, but it has been a blessing in disguise in mm-hmm. some cases. Mm-hmm. It taught us that, well, it taught pretty much everyone that um, kids learn differently. Mm-hmm. Kids have different needs. And once you satisfy those needs, kids will be happy. Mm-hmm. And they will learn happily by playing games or, you know, yeah. just interacting with their family members or mm-hmm. their friends online. It all mm-hmm. depends. It all depends on the kid and yeah. their needs. Mm-hmm. This made us, because we were at home all the time, mm-hmm. we realized what we needed or, you know, what made us happy or what made us relax, what made us stressed. We right. took yeah. a stock, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this also happened in education and for mm. children with special needs. Yeah. So we've been hearing a lot about that from our users, from mm-hmm. parents and caregivers that, you know, they their kids were more eager to get with their routine of, you know, using our app because mm-hmm. it's a routine. Like right. they wake up in the morning, do their routine, mm-hmm. play with uh, Ultima Special Education, for instance, and mm-hmm. then do an activity because, you know, they don't have all of the stress of the outside world. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. it's more low-key and yeah. on their own terms, which yeah. is on been, their own terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's nice to see that, as things are kind of going back to normal, that a lot of these things are sticking and people are saying, no, wait, I'm not going back completely because we, we learned, like you talked about, we have learned through this process and now let's apply what we learn and make what we had better. 
Yeah. Um, so that's super exciting. And um, yeah. And we've seen so many people just stay homeschooling um, because yeah. they're like, this This is awesome. We're going to make this work. <laughs> we, th- we were so scared to get started. And <laughs> here we are. I don't, um, remember the statistics, but I've seen that, you know, even high schoolers were so much proactive and so much happier because mm. they didn't uh, have to get up super early to right. go into traffic and go mm-hmm. to school. They just woke up like at a decent hour and then mm-hmm. opened their laptops and got into their um, classes and did, did their homework. Right. I think, you know, this, the pandemic has has been bad, yeah, but um, it showed us that we have what we need to make Mm -hmm. education work for everyone. We have the tools, we have, we can make it work for everyone Mm -hmm. with those with special needs, those Mm -hmm. who are neurotypical or, you know, those who are homeschooled. Mm -hmm. We we, we just, we have what we need. We just have to find quality resources and mm-hmm. um, encourage ourselves, I think, to <laughs> take the right path. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so awesome to see that all of these mobile solutions are becoming quality um, educational tools because yeah. we we are a more mobile just society now. And we, a lot of families now that we're starting to travel again, we will pick up and leave and we will do school somewhere else. Um, But yet we will still have access to all that technology and not have to lug, you know, 20 pounds of books with us (laughs) like we used to. (laughs) But, um, and, and I mean, books are great. I love them, but, but it's nice to have some alternatives, especially ones that your kids um, find are enjoyable and don't even think that they're learning. And yeah. um, so, you know, yeah. that's, that's also important too. If uh, the engagement, if the kid is mm-hmm. not engaged with right. the content, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't work because then you wouldn't, you know, get to the child to teach them. Mm-hmm. But if it is engaging enough and educational enough and it is customizable to their mm-hmm. needs, then you have the perfect recipe for on-the-go education. Right. Have you ever gotten the question, you know, well, that's great that kids can learn in games and apps, but what about when they hit the real world? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had to answer that question before? (laughs) Um, In some capacity, I had to answer that question. Um, The education and play is not so different to me. Mm. They go hand in hand because play, we have this conception in society that play is just play. That's, mm. That is not true. Play is yeah. not just play. Play teaches a lot of things to children. Play mm. develops children's brains, yes. literally mm. develops their brains. Mm-hmm. So when I say play, yeah, when I say learning by playing, I mean that it's it's like a well-oiled machine that mm. fuels one another. Right. If the child is engaged, if they are having fun, which they need to have fun, mm-hmm. if they're not having fun, they will not do that. Yes. <laughs> they will not it, It's learn. important. Mm-hmm. It is important because 
education isn't like a point that you need to reach. It's it's a journey. It's something you learn along the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going out, looking at the trees is also education because kids learn that. Mm-hmm. But also learning colors and going out and saying, oh, look, that tree is green. That's also education. Right. So I don't think that real world is... Um, I don't think that you can separate education from the real world. Hmm. This is the mobile solutions are just one aspect of academic education, maybe, Mm -hmm. but it is just one aspect of a child's development. So it is, it should be supplemented with Hmm. play, with traveling, with, you know, socializing with peers so it all really depends. Mm, I think mm-hmm. they cannot be separated in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just become another component yeah. for for learning. And it's it's amazing the the possibilities. And I mean, yeah. I, I think we've only begun to to tap that market. And um, I'm excited that um, Atsmo is at the, the forefront of that. I'd like you to tell us just a little bit more about um, your company and how our listeners or viewers can connect with you and your products. Well, um, Otsimo is a powerhouse for developing special education uh, solutions for kids with special needs. Mm-hmm. We have two main apps, uh, Otsimo Special Education and Otsimo Speech Therapy. And we've also just launched a new brand new speech app with Segomini. And it's called Segomini First Words. Um, You can reach us at the email um, website address that you're seeing on the screen now. I'm going to spell it out because I know we have um, um, the podcast listeners won't be able to see the screen, but it's (laughs) O-T-S-I-M-O dot com. And then you need to make sure you pick the English version. Um, because yep. there are many languages that it's in, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> also, if you'd like to, you know, if you have any question for us, you can email us at um, info at otsumo.com or awesome. you can directly reach our co-founder Zafar at zafar at otsumo.com. It's Z-A-F-E-R at O-T-S-I-M-O dot com. Awesome. Yes. And he is great to respond. And um, yeah, so yeah, and we're excited to have Atmo on our website. And like I, I said earlier, is one of our um, reviewers actually did a video review of their um, one of their programs. And so you can see firsthand just how that um, that works and what's involved in that. So so yeah, this has been awesome. I've appreciated all Thank of you. your your answers and your input, um, Sachin. Um, and so even though Zafir had to, to pull out last minute, you yeah. um, you did a great job. <laughs> yeah, I hope I've been a sufficient replacement. <laughs> you have, yes. It, it's been awesome having you on, and Thank I you so appreciate much, you doing this last minute because I know it's not always oh. easy. Yeah. <laughs> I was nervous, but I, I've so enjoyed this conversation. Thank good, you so much. Good. And I see we've got a couple hearts from our viewers. And mm-hmm. um, we had a comment from one um, from Omer that was watching on um, YouTube said, no questions here. Just appreciating the marvelous conversation. Really eye opening and informative. You're doing God's work, Peggy. 
Yeah, I think thankfully God's in the, the driver's seat and not me. <laughs> but um, but yes, yeah, so we appreciate all of you in our community and just know that um, this will be available to to download on Sunday. We we load up that and then next week we'll have some shorts from from this video that'll republish again on our YouTube channel. And so um, we're going to continue the conversation of um, just what we um, we started talking about a couple weeks ago was learning on the go. And we're going to talk about storytelling on the go and how do you increase storytelling skills in your children while you're out and about. And I've we've got... Uh, a guest that um, is very into storytelling and teaching kids, especially kids with special needs. Um, she said, actually, they're better than the neurotypical ones. They've got better imagination. <laughs> so, so you got to join us for that um, and and see what um, they have an educational program, too, that really helps your kids. It brings out what's inside. Um, and a lot of times our kids with special needs just needed that prompting that is there. So, um so yes, yeah, so another comment from another YouTube viewers. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Keep up the good work. Thanks for watching. And so, yeah, I want to thank all of our audience um, for just joining us. You guys are amazing. We love you. And um, we we love that you you join us for these conversations every week. Um, and and so, so yeah, we're, that's what we're all about. I do want to let you know that we are hosting a family retreat um, this summer. It'll be an in-person event. Um, and we still have 13 spots open for families. So if you want to be in Minnesota this summer and spend a week with us, um, I'm going to be there. Um, Steve Demi from Matthew C., who is also the chairman of our board, will be um, our retreat pastor. And we are just going to have an amazing week of um giving you respite and renewal um, while we're out in a camp setting, just enjoying fun with one another and um, and reconnecting to God. So um, so if you want more information about that, just visit our website at spedhomeschool.com and go to Get Homeschool Help and you'll see that up on the top of the page to find out more information. And uh, make sure also to check out our YouTube channel, do a lot of searches. We've got hundreds and hundreds of videos, actually. I think we're nearing a thousand soon. <laughs> so there's a lot there. So search the content, search our website. We've got hundreds of blogs that are real short to read. Promise they aren't super long. We we made it that way because we know that your your time is limited. So, um, so thanks again, Sachin, for your time, for your wisdom that you shared with us. Appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for having yeah. me. Uh, and for the work that you guys do. It's just oh. amazing. And I appreciate that. Um, for us being able to just send people to you. And that's what we love about our partners. They're always yeah. so, um, so encouraging and, and helpful and so passionate about what they do. And, um, and we love knowing that there are, are companies out there that um, can support our families with the resources they need. So, so that's awesome. Well, all right. So everybody, I will see you again next time, next week, same place, same time. So, um, and we'll be talking about storytelling on the go. So we will see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build. 
It's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.